Hey guys, it's Dynasty and RSO Joe. Just letting you know, this is a podcast based on Dynasty Fantasy Football and Reality Sports Online Fantasy Football, which Reality Sports Online is mostly like Dynasty, except you sign contracts, you get as much um, salary cap as the NFL and you get 208 million and you got to you got to sign about 25 to 20 players uh depending on your league. My leagues are Superflex cuz I believe Superflex is a better way it it just includes quarterbacks to make quarterbacks the most important position or at least one of the most important positions and it makes it more like the NFL. So I like Superflex, so this will be mostly Superflex advice. But it's just advice. It's good advice. I listen to a ton of experts. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you saying I form all my own opinions. I spend hours uh, listening to other people and thinking about what they said and then doing my own research. I have subscriptions to essentially uh, dynasty things that give me uh, access to film, give me access to whatever I need. And I do study this stuff a lot and I do, I am very successful at RSO and honestly, I play in an ESPN league too that's just regular fantasy football. Honestly, I just do it because it's a family league. I don't even enjoy it anymore. Regular one quarterback fantasy football, it's just not as fun as RSO. And so a lot of you aren't getting on RSO maybe because it's $14.99 per league. Let me tell you, totally worth it. They put in a lot of work to make those contracts and stuff work, and they're working hard. You don't want to pay, but uh, the more we get, I'm sure the the more the less expensive it'll get. So, uh, Reality Sports Online. If you don't know what it is, look it up right now. I'm not getting paid by them at all. I am just doing this podcast because I simply love Reality Sports Online. And I noticed there's not a lot of reality sports online podcasts, although there's a lot of people on reality sports online. So uh, in reality sports online and Dynasty, you think about the future, except the difference is reality sports online, you can only sign a player to four years. So you only have the player for a maximum of four years. And in rookie contracts, you can only have them for three or four years. And the difference between Reality Sports Online and Dynasty is Reality Sports Online, rookie picks are much more valuable. I love getting into a league on Reality Sports Online with people who don't understand how valuable rookie picks are in RSO. And I understand it thanks in part to my friend who was doing Reality Sports Online And he now has Jonathan Taylor, Antonio Gibson, DeAndre Swift, Justin Herbert, all from the same draft. You're like, so Joe, why does that matter? Why does that matter if you got all of them? Like, well, obviously they're great players, you know that, but why does it matter to get them all from the same draft? Well, guess how much he's paying Jonathan Taylor for for the next year? Seven, seven to eight million dollars. Guess how much in my other league that's just started this year, someone is paying Jonathan Taylor? 30 million for three years. So you get these guys on rookie contracts in RSO, makes a huge difference because you get them 
for three years. For whatever reason now, maybe it's performance enhancing drugs. We don't even know. It could be performance enhancing drugs. But the reason it, the, the point is it essentially college players are coming in and making an impact right away. I mean, you look at the, look at the old times. It used to be, you used to say wide receivers can't took like two to three years for them to really get good. Now running backs come in, they make an impact. Wide receivers come in, they usually make an impact. Tight ends are the only exception to the rule. Tight ends take two or three years, but look at last year. Pratt Firemuth and Kyle Pitts, totally. They were they were tight end ones. They just they just hit it off right away. And Kyle Pitts is now the R RSO number one tight end in my opinion. He's the he's the one you want on a four-year deal. But getting back to the point, we'll go with RSO Dynasty and Dynasty Buys. Now I don't have these in any order, but if I had to pick my number one buy, it's the cheap one, who's not gonna be very good this year. This is a this is a win for next year move. And my number one RSO and Dynasty buy would be 2023 first and second rounders so i see in rookie drafts ken walker a lot of times is going second because running backs we're desperate for him there's not many who have a good standing in their backfield there's usually like two or three backs getting all the reps now and it's hard to find a bell cow so they're looking at ken walker even though he's ranked fifth on rso in the in the and the rookies, he's going second because essentially he's so important as a running back. So I would say to you, stock up on 2023 first and second rounders. If you're looking, if you're a year away, get those 2023 picks as much as you can. Because Ken Walker next year, According to Dynasty Nerds and their process, which I agree with them, he would be the eighth to ninth running back off the board. Can you believe that? He would be, well, what is that? Like a second, third rounder next year? Get those second rounders and you've already got someone better than Ken Walker next year as a running back. You have to wait a year. And if you're in win now mode, you don't want to trade Ken Walker necessarily, but if you're not in win now mode and you you see at least three teams ahead of you, go get those 2023 picks. And in RSO and Dynasty, I'd say the second buy is Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert is still on his rookie deal for a lot of you unless you started just in the last two years. But Justin Herbert is a crazy good quarterback who you could totally utilize. Um, Justin Herbert, you know, he's cheap. He's on a rookie deal. If he's not cheap, anything less than, I'd say 35 million, I'd take him. You know, you got to think about the contract on RSO, but anything less than 35 million, that's a deal for Justin Herbert. He's going to be around a long time. Um, I don't know if your leagues do this, but I would suggest your leagues start doing this. You can, uh, do a extension where you get three or four extensions on each year to make it more like dynasty uh, my leagues do do that because i'm the commissioners and i like to make it more like dynasty 
So uh, Justin Herbert could be extended. You could get um, get him for another three years. We're talking about six years of Justin Herbert if you have him or if you trade for him. I mean, it's totally worth it. Another guy who's a little bit of a sell in a lot of places, but I would say is a huge buy is Chase Claypool. Now, let me explain to this. Chase Claypool is not your normal person you're gonna hear as a buy, but listen, hear me out, okay? James Washington, gone. Juju Smith-Schuster, gone. Ben Roethlisberger, gone. Okay, those three gone are all a plus for him. I don't care what Kenny Pickett turns out to be. I trust Mitch Trubisky to throw deep more than Ben Roethlisberger. As they say, it was the corpse. It was the corpse of Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger is a Hall of Fame quarterback for sure. But when he was getting old, he did not age well. You know, probably due to a few few too many beers and a few too many pizzas. Let's be honest. He was kind of, he was a great athlete. I loved him. I loved how he acted. I loved his demeanor. I loved how he didn't care. But he was kind of like the John Daly of... Uh, fantasy football I mean he was just he was just not keeping not keeping his body up you know what I mean he was no Tim Tom Brady or all these guys keeping their body up uh Aaron Rodgers keeps his body up a little but I mean those guys got to learn from Tom Brady get a great offensive line and take whatever Tom Brady's advice is they should call him up and find out before they get too old so Chase Claypool, getting back to the point. Chase Claypool is an ultimate buy right now, and I'll tell you why. I got him in a league for, I think, three and a half to four million for four years in a first first year RSO league this year. Three and a half to four million. Okay, I got him for four years. Imagine Chase Claypool in four years. He's coming in on what? Second, third, second. This is his third year, so he just had his second year. He's still on a rookie contract in a lot of leagues. You can extend him for a cheap price. Deontay Johnson is not going to be there next year. They're not going to extend his deal. They have Chase Claypool. They have George Pickens. If George Pickens turns out to be the monster I think he could be, they're going to keep Claypool and Pickens. They're going to get a slot. They might even use, you know, 2023 capital on some sort of slot receiver. And they're going to get rid of Dante Johnson because they have done an excellent job drafting wide receivers. you got to give Pittsburgh Steelers credit on the way they've, they've gotten such great wide receivers. So I think that's a, that's a win later move is getting Claypool and signing him to a four-year deal. I know in RSO there's limited four-year deals each year, but it's totally worth it to get Claypool on a cheap contract and, you know... I am guessing in next year or the year after, Claypool will be a wide receiver getting 16 to 18 million and you'll have him for three. And that's worth it. Okay, we've talked about three. We've talked about Justin Herbert. We talked about Chase Claypool. We talked about 2023 first and second rounders. I cannot express how important 2023 first and second rounders are. There's going to be studs. And even third and fourth rounders will be nice because you'll, if you really study it and learn from this podcast and others, I will teach you as much as I can. But from this podcast and others, you will learn 
who the studs are for third and fourth rounders, and you'll get them. This year, this this 2022 class was pretty bad, but uh, there was a lot of depth. So you're getting in the third round, you're getting Tyler Algier, who could be the starter for Atlanta if Cordero goes down. Or even if uh, Cordero is healthy, he might be getting, he still might be getting significant time. You can get him in the third, yet you can get James Cook in the first. And it's like, there's not much difference between those two. James Cook is not going to play as much with Singletary, I don't think, unless he really impresses them. But uh, yeah, there's good depth in 2022. So, but if you can and you still have a rookie draft, trade your 2022 picks for 2023 players. I mean, 2023 is worth it. Now, maybe you're a team in RSO who wants to win this year and you're looking to win this year. There is two buys, I will tell you right now, that have cheap contracts because they're never respected. Just in general, they're never respected. And they are older. They will give you one year of production, one, maybe two, but they are worth it. And that is, I'm keeping them as one buy because it's either or, whichever one you want. I think they're going to be good. Adam Thielen, the touchdown machine for the Minnesota Vikings. Every year they tell me regression is going to happen. He gets too many touchdowns. You know why regression doesn't happen? Is because Kirk Cousin cousins looks to adam thielen in the end zone all these analytic guys are like oh it's gonna go down well are you are you picking cousins brain do you know what what each quarterback likes to go to i mean they always said gronk wasn't gonna get as many touchdowns but gronk usually got more touchdowns and the reason was tom brady trusted him in the red zone if tom brady saw mike evans guard He doesn't look to Mike Evans first. He doesn't look to Godwin first, even though they get plenty of touchdowns. When Gronk's on the field, he looks to the out to Gronk. And Gronk gets a touchdown just about every game. That's why you can't always base it on analytics. Thielen, and then another one, Brandon Cooks. No respect for Brandon Cooks. It's it's sad, really. With all he's done with his career... He deserves more respect. And honestly, I think Davis Mills can get him the ball. I don't think Davis Mills is a terrible quarterback. I'm not saying he's like more than a top 20 quarterback. I don't think he's a top 20 quarterback. But I think he's a serviceable quarterback until the Texans go out and get somebody they're excited about in a rookie draft in two or two years or less. But Davis Mills is the guy for this year, so... Yeah, that, that's one buy, Adam Thielen or Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks' contracts are usually dirt cheap, and he will provide a wide receiver two, wide receiver three range outcome. And another one I'm going to talk about, I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan, so I know this guy very well. A lot of you in fantasy know him very well because Delvin Cook gets injured a lot, but it's Alexander Madison. Alexander Madison is a stud when he is playing. Do you know what he was last year for the games he started? If you take that into a, into account and put it into 17 games, where if he would have played 17 games, just like the games he started, and he started four games, he would have been running back number four. 
you're saying, well, why does this matter? Why does this matter? Alexander Madison's still backup. Delvin Cook is still uh, below him. Well, I'll tell you why it matters. He's below Delvin Cook, but next year he's a free agent. Now you're saying, well, Madison's been Cook's backup forever. He's probably old. He's over the hill. He's not going to do it. Guess when Madison came in the league? He was 21. You know what that makes him this year? At the end of the year, he turns 25. He'll be 25 going into his contract extension. He is going to be a free agent at the end of the year. You have to have Madison on a two or three year deal because he is going to go somewhere else. It can literally be anywhere in the league, in my opinion. And he is going to be either a committee back that gets a lot of touches or, you know, he might go to Tampa Bay, take over for Fournette if Fournette retires. Or he's just a better back than Fournette. I really believe that. And he can go so many places where he would just be a stud. So gobble him up now. Wait for next year. That's a wait for next year move. So if he's on a one-year deal, you'll have to extend him early in the season when he's still cheap on RSO. Because RSO does an algorithm of how he's doing and what he's worth. And... Uh, I don't know the algorithm, I just know that it's super expensive for good players, and I like to get people on deals and then trade them. Like uh, Robert Woods got hurt last year, he went down in value on RSO extensions, I extended him, I flipped him for a 2022 20, second, I tried with all my might to trade it for a 2023 20, second, couldn't do it, uh, so ended up drafting Damian Pierce with the 14th pick in my uh, rookie draft who I believe it could be better than Ken Walker honestly or could be comparable to Ken Walker with both of their situations that is a whole different story honorable mention as you know in Dynasty and RSO we think about youth a lot and youth is valuable especially in rso because the younger they are the more likely they are on rookie contracts the cheaper they are so i'll say honorable mention you can go out and get yourself Brees hall before he goes crazy because i think Brees hall even though he's a jet yes he's a jet um he's gonna go crazy this year he's gonna he's gonna provide running back one numbers i think i think he's gonna be a top 12 running back i don't think carter's gonna Cut into his value, like everyone says. Carter might get on to spell him or catch a couple passes, but Brees can catch passes, and Brees compares to some of the greats. And another honorable mention, I'd say, is David Montgomery. Now, why would you say David Montgomery? Like, David Montgomery has years to wow us, and he hasn't really impressed us. He hasn't done what he's supposed to. Well, because this he's a bell cow now you might say they have khalil herbert when dave montgomery's in the game they don't play khalil herbert that much you got to be looking for bell cows at running back even though they're more likely to get injured they have derrick henry like years sometimes and i'm not saying dave montgomery is derrick henry <coughs> excuse me i'm saying david montgomery will get more touches and more touches equal more points in fantasy so david montgomery is a good buy if he's less than 20 million 
I'd say go for him. Make your trades. Make what what you think is necessary. So we got my five buys. It's Chase Claypool, Justin Herbert, 2023 first and second rounders. Adam Thielen and Brandon Cooks, either or. And Alexander Madison. Honorable mentions are Brees Hall and David Montgomery. You know why Brees Hall is is an honorable mention? Because he's going to be expensive. But I really think he could erupt. And his value could go way up by the end of the year. And same with David Montgomery. I think this could be his year because he's it's a contract year. There's a lot of reasons to like him. So, uh, yeah. This is also super flex advice. So I'm going to give you some super flex advice. If you're joining RSO, get yourself some good quarterbacks. Because I have never, ever seen someone get first place without a quarterback one or like close borderline quarterback one in his super flex spot he's got you know the recipe for super flex is having two quarterback ones playing at the same time that's what you want to do uh you want to get good quarterbacks you want to win at quarterback and i play 10 and 12 and 14 team leagues but I found in 10 team leagues, I like to have two super flex positions. So <coughs> it's more like a 15 team league for court, for a super flex. And that makes quarterback very um, valuable. It just makes it huge. And it spikes the quarterback's values to make it more like the NFL. So that way, if you do, if you do smaller leagues, with eight to 10 people, you just have more super flex, make the quarterback more important and the quarterback becomes more important. And then you just get exactly what you need. And what you need is get the players interest, get the players of fantasy interested and make it like the NFL. Cause I think people are joining RSO, which is reality sports online. They're not paying me to do this. I just like reality sports online. I hope they don't sue me for using their name. But uh, no, I don't think they will. What is? What, I'm promoting their their system, so I doubt they will. But uh, I mean, in RSO, you got to do that. You got to make the quarterbacks valuable. You got to make the wide receivers that somehow valuable enough to be paid for. And you got to make running backs... You know, people crave to be a general manager. And RSO is a great way to see if you have general manager skills. And, you know, it's for the novice. It's not, you do, you could be an engineer, you can be really smart, but you never thought about going into general manager. And now you can do it for fun. You can be a general manager of a team for fun. And RSO has individual defensive players. You could do defensive players. That's a little harder. I haven't done it, but uh, you could do defensive players and offensive players, and you could really make a whole team, which I would love to join a league like that sometime because defense, much harder to gauge, much harder to work on, and uh, it sounds like a fun and interesting task. But those are my Dynasty and RSO buys. They're a little different than some people, but just remember... You got to be looking to the future and you got to try to win now. So if you're trying to win now, 
Thielen and Cooks are good. But if you're looking to the future, get Alexander Madison, get 2023 firsts and seconds, uh, get Chase Claypool, get Justin Herbert. And uh, yeah, if you're looking to win now, I'd say David Montgomery, Adam Thielen, Brandon Cooks. Justin Herbert is just a good buy in general. He's he's a stud. And another one I like, I'll tell you this. This is another honorable mention. Trey Lance. Uh, Trey Lance can throw. I know the NFL thinks he can't because he somehow was at a lesser division. That, by the way, if you look at NDSU's track record, where he came from, North Dakota State, they were beating Big Ten teams pretty regularly when he and Carson Wentz were there. Yes, it's the same school that Carson Wentz came from. And don't forget, before Carson Wentz got his injury on his knee, he was an MVP candidate, and that year the Eagles won the Super Bowl with Nick Foles, although Carson Wentz did better than Nick Foles when he was in the fold. So, you know, Carson Wentz was a great quarterback, but he's a different quarterback than Trey Lance, but Trey Lance is going to run like crazy in that San Francisco offense. I bought him wherever I could. I love Trey Lance. Um, yeah, he's a runner and a thrower. He's more of a thrower than Lamar Jackson or really any other running quarterback we have in the league right now. All the running quarterbacks, their knocks on them is they can't throw that well. I believe Trey Lance will be the best thrower of all of them. And he has the weapons around him to do it. He has Kittle. He has Ayuk. He has Debo. And Debo's going to be wanting to get the ball thrown to him and Trey Lance will get it done. I really believe that. I wouldn't be surprised if he is a top five quarterback by the end of the year. And then his value is going to skyrocket because he'll be on rookie deals in a lot of year, week, um, leagues and he won't even be tradable for. That's the thing. When you get these rookie contracts, when the Justin Herberts arrive, when the, when the Joe Burrows come out, you're not going to trade him because you're getting so much value for those people you get so much value in rookie picks and that's the difference between dynasty and rso is dynasty all players are counted equal there's no salary cap in rso rookies are much cheaper therefore don't sell your rookie picks get rookies get them on contracts one guy i saw got a lot of 2022 picks in this in the startup i had on rso he uh he got a lot of 22, 2022 picks, and I thought, well, it's not a terrible strategy. It's a betting league, so he's trying to win now. And uh, he's going to have all those wide receivers he got and all those running backs on cheap contracts, and he's able to compete this year. According to a site, he's supposed to be top three in my league this year. So uh, that's definitely looking towards a championship. But, uh, yeah, for me... I'm in that betting league, but I was looking to the future. I ended up getting six of the top 20 picks in 2023 just from trading 2022 picks, trading 2024 picks. And uh, I'm very excited because I think next year I'm going to take the ship in that league just from my 2023 picks. And that's how steady that group is. So even in Dynasty, they are good buys. So that's my podcast today. I try to keep it around 30 minutes. Um, you know, if you like this, hit subscribe. Subscribe to me. And uh, I know I'm not on all platforms right now. I'm trying to grow. 
I'm trying to get on uh, other things and get known. But I do know a lot about fantasy football. And I hope to have guests on here. I hope to have fun. So, uh, yeah. I told you what I think of the Dynasty Buys. Next episode will be a fantasy sells. All right. Talk to you later. Signing out.